Good evening, coconuts, and welcome to another weekly stock market update. It's the last week of 2021, and so this week, we naturally look at 2022. We'll cover US tech, China, Hong Kong, Singapore, crypto. It's a broad range, so settle in and enjoy the show. TFC's weekly market update scours the net to find worthy financial news to be further discussed and expanded. It is a banter session with facts, figures, and fun to help you get caught up in the world of investing. So join in the banter live with me, Rakesh, your host, weekly Tuesdays at 8pm on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Hey, coconuts. Welcome back to our Tuesday weekly market updates. Rakesh here. Anthony here. Rakesh, good to have you back. Um, Thanks, man. Thank you. Good, good, good to be back. <laughs> yeah, ha- happy to, to stop talking about China for a bit. Um, although we, we will get there, but yes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> man, it's the last show for the year. Next week, next week when we do it, it's, it's the new year. Yeah, it's, it's flown by, right? I mean, I don't know what I've done in 2021, but I'm glad it's over. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably do a retrospective, actually. <laughs> thinking uh, about it, thinking about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, we have we have come a long way. I think we've, um, you know, and I do believe the coconuts, uh, you know, those listening in, really like our new format of the show, right? Cutting it down from forty-five to thirty minutes, um, having just me and Anthony talk talk to each other, talk crap, right? Uh, we don't need Reggie anymore. All yes. G there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> And, um, you know, this week, of course, I think Jefferson is a little under the weather. Uh, he'll, he'll look to join us next week as well. And looking, definitely looking forward to that trio um, in, in early 2022. Right. Uh, for this week, Anthony, why don't you tell us a bit about what's, what we're going to talk about? Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the idea of a retrospective didn't occur to me, I think. We, we, we just kept looking forward, right? So we'll just talk about, you know, what's going on yeah. next year, what we think will happen and, and how we'll play it, essentially. That's just... That's just it, right? Um, and really because it's Christmas, I haven't read the news. So, so yeah, let's just talk about what we think <laughs> and, and we can um, start again next year. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so effectively a forward-thinking um, episode now in terms of plans, in terms of strategies for 2022, what we're looking to do on our side, at least, you know, I'm, I'm looking to, to share with you, Anthony, as well as our coconuts listening about what my plan is for the next two, three weeks, yep. one, two months. Um, and, and, and see where we go. Awesome. But first things first, what, what did you eat for Christmas, man? Did you have turkey? Did you have anything like that? I had uh, an Asian-inspired Christmas meal. So, so we had like lamb ribs, <laughs> beef ribs, um, but, but, you know, char siu flavor, that, that kind of thing. It's just oh, pretty wow. nice. Um, yeah, I think that the good thing about being in Singapore is Asia-focused, right? But, you know, Western concepts and Western foods, that, that's, that's a nice part to be what about you? You were in Germany, right? Yeah, yeah, I was in Germany. Actually, I was on the plane on, on Christmas Day. Ah. So, <laughs> so I had uh, plain food for dinner. <laughs> Business class plain food? <laughs> no, I wish. I wish. Economy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind then. At, yes. at least you managed to leave. Uh, honestly, I think, I think yeah. any travel now is, is good travel. Yeah, no, definitely. Really, really good mental health break, I feel. Yeah. But yeah. Cool. All right. Let's get started. 
Yeah. Anthony, why don't you kick this off? Okay, I think just just for today, we'll go you know topic by topic. So um, for coconuts listening, we we have been trying to focus a bit more on on US tech. Uh, we have been doing a lot more of US tech over the last few weeks. So so we will start off with that. Um, small to mid tech, mega cap. Then of course we'll talk a bit about China and Hong Kong because we are in Asia. I, I like China and Hong Kong, so so too bad. Um, and and lastly, you know, in case you haven't heard, there's this whole interest rate um, quantitative easing, uh, tapering of quantitative easing coming up or, or going through. So so there's a bit of talk about that. Um, in addition to what we did last week, and last year, of course, it's 2021. We are no longer the Stone Ages. There has to be some crypto somewhere. So broad topics here. Definitely. We'll go through them one by one. You know, if if you are interested, if if not, just skip to the next one. And yeah, at the end, we'll just sum it up with what we'll do. All right. So the the first one, right? And I think this is the part that we both like because it's high risk, high reward, high volatility. You know, it makes you excited and you can't sleep. Um, small and mid tech. Um, US technology, right? So that's your amplitudes, your zooms, maybe your EVs, if you are tech nowadays. What do you think? What, what do you think will happen to, to these type of companies? Yeah, that's a, that's a very big one, given the fact that we, what, what, what the, you know, this quarter has been like. It's, <laughs> it, it's been a whole ride of roller coasters huh? for this, this specific space. Yeah, they, they've, they've all just uh. crashed. <laughs> Exactly, and and for me, it doesn't it doesn't make sense, right? So, I mean, I think if you if you look at the the the, the amplitudes of the world, yes, it was running at, at fifty price to sales ratio, and and that's something that I, I'm looking to look forward more. Mm-hmm. I would say that I wasn't really fully looking at that when I was analyzing my um, my stocks, um, mainly because I was looking more at the fundamentals, right? Looking at the expansion areas, looking at at growth areas, not looking actually at the at the perception of the stock. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something that I need to look at further, um, and especially in this in this tech space, right? So that's one of the things that is going to me, or that's what I'm thinking about. And with all this decline that we've seen in the last quarter, I definitely feel that there is some growth and some gains here to be made um, in in Q1 uh, and effectively Q4 earnings, right? Which will happen probably in January. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking so far as a high level. What are your thoughts there? I, I don't know, right? So so I think we, we come from the same starting point. Um, we both like good businesses that, that grow. Uh, maybe I, I look a bit more at relative valuation, so things like price to sales and all that. And and that, that's why, you know, I think when you talk about amplitude a month or two back, I was like, oh, this is crazy, right? The price to sales is too high. How, however that great was 30x you are, this, though when I went in. When I went in, it was 30 eggs. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm sorry you made money, right? Good for you. <laughs> but but I, I mean, look, right? But, but that's the thing. So so buying a good company at a reasonable valuation, it's, it's always preferable to, to buying a good company at an uh, you know, expensive valuation, right? Because at the end of the day, we, we still need the valuation to make sense to, to in, in, in essence, sell for profit, right? So... I think that's the part that that's interesting to me. Um, in terms of timing, I don't really agree with you. I, I think that there's a still uh, there's been a bit of a rally over the past week, but there's still a bit of fear, I would say, and and there's still a lot of volatility in the, in the market. So I wouldn't say that the next earnings round will be like Q1 or Q2 2021, where any small bit beat you know shoots. The, the stock up by 10, 15%. I, I still sense it's a bit more like Q3 or Q4 where a small beat, unless you are a really favorite stock, sends the price down. 
or, or it trades it sideways. So, so I don't think earnings plays will be good. Um, I think it's, it's still a matter of focusing on the fundamentals, looking backwards. You know, may, maybe 2021 was a bit overhyped. So looking backwards to so 2020, 2021, early 2021, how they have improved as a business and, and their relative valuation and then see you know, whether it still makes sense for, for this valuation. Right, which is essentially what I've been talking about with Zoom and, and all of that. So, so yeah, that, that's just a, a continuation of, of the same thing. Uh, and, and yeah, that there, you know, look, at the end of the day, we, we are in a growthy phase. We are in a tech phase still, right? Um, software is still leading the world. That hasn't changed. Data is still important. Work from home, the cloud transition, all of these will continue happening. Right, so so these are the teams that that have won big over the last two years, and and I don't see why they would stop now. No, fair enough. And maybe you know we could talk a little bit there, right? Where we disagree, because I think that the the market, yes, of course, is pricing into the fact of tapering and and all the uncertainty that goes with with COVID together with other different variables. Mm-hmm. What what is your thinking behind it? Because okay, so maybe I'll talk about my thinking, yep. and then love to hear your thoughts here. So my thinking is this, right? That we've seen a very volatile area. Uh, in the last quarter for, for these growth stocks. and But the fundamentals have remained largely the same, if not bettered, almost mm-hmm. almost like quarter on quarter. Yes, That's why I see a better one there. Yeah. That said, I do see, because the Fed is looking to taper, and they've mentioned that you know, two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, I'm not entirely sure, there won't be as much liquidity in the market. So that jump, while, while agree, won't be 30%, 20%. However, I think I do see a 5 to at least a 10% rise in, in these stocks, if they outperform, they are expected. Yep. Not last quarter, but they are expected. Yeah, I, I see, that, that, that's where I, I, this is all conjecture, right? You are guessing, I'm guessing, I, I don't of course, think it will happen. Of and, course, yeah. And, and the reason that, that I have is this, right? You know, we, we look at the weakness, we, we look at, ah, oh, this is terrible, it's terrible, it's terrible. It's terrible only for small cap, right? It, it hasn't really hit the giant US tech, like your, your Mangas and, and Fang, and they're the same companies, but yeah, different acronyms. It hasn't really <laughs> hit them, right? So, you know, when, when and, and my take on it is when there is real pain in, in the market, like we, we are nearly there, but we are not really there yet. But, but when there is, and, and those bellwethers start falling, there, there is broader mm. contagion, right? So, so when people start seeing the whole indexes, the indexes as a whole start falling, rather than individual shares, then these will continue getting sold down as well. So, so yeah, yeah. There, there might be a temporary boost in earnings, but I think Q1, until the Fed actually starts rising interest rates, so it's not only stopping mm. quantitative easing, it's, it's rising interest rates, then we can have a bit more clarity on the picture. I think right now there's still a bit of hope, so, so there's a lot of volatility up and down, Definitely. right? But, you know... And, and because of that volatility, please stay invested. You know, we could be wrong, but, but in terms of a range of outcomes, I still think that there is more pain coming our way. Mm. So in other words, what, what, what you're saying, uh, yeah, you know, and, and I think I agree with you where, where when the Fed looks to raise the interest rates and actually raises the interest rates, we will see something. I don't think it's priced in right now. Yeah. Um, but another way to look at this, though, is not look at one quarter. Right, you look at two years or three years with these growth stocks, and I think that's where you and I also fundamentally agree. Um, where you look at the numbers, you look at you know the FCF, mm-hmm. for example, you look at the price sales ratio, you look at where they're going, you look at the expansion strategies, and if your time horizon is two, three, four years, 
this is quite a, a decent opportunity then. Yeah, um, I completely agree. I mean, I, I haven't sold that all into cash, right? I still hold a lot of my growth stocks and I still DCA a bit here and there. Um, I, I just don't DCA as aggressively in as I would have when, when it was going all the, when everything was going up and to the right, right? So 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 it, it's it's a bit of market timing on my part, which I shouldn't do, I know, but I can't help myself, right? It's, it's fun. <laughs> you, you back your own judgment, I would say. <laughs> Definitely, no. Cool. All right, awesome, I think yeah. that, that's it for the high volatility guys. Um, do, do you have anything else you want to add on this? No, I think, yeah, that's, that's roughly going to be my, my thinking, my play as well. Cool. Yeah. All right. We are, we are aligned somehow. We, we should have a coconut portfolio. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> Reggie, another job for you. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> okay, the next one, um, Mega Cap. So, so this to me is you know, your, well, fangs except Netflix because they're not a big. Um, it's Facebook, Amazon, Google, uh, sorry, Meta, Apple. Meta, um, Ap- Apple, Meta, Google, and maybe Nvidia, right? De- depends on how we did you say it. Amazon. Yeah, I did. Um, there, there's yeah. a lot of A's there. We get confused, but yeah, the, the, this, this, <laughs> ilk, right? that, that's six of them. What, what do you think? Ooh, um, a little worried, a little worried, mm-hmm. um, but not as worried as I like, not as uncertain as I am with. With growth stocks, I think mm-hmm. that's where that's where I would be, and because growth stocks have been going through a, a turmoil, right? Mm-hmm. This last two, two, three months, I've not really seen that with my with my mega step with my mega, with the mega cap US tech. Yeah, right? your, I your think big they've, guys. they've been doing very well actually. They they are mm, the ones been, driving. Been increasing. Yeah, they're the ones driving the the index all time highs. Yes, and it could be, and my my conjecture here as well is that they're taking money out of the growth stocks and putting it into these big tech because, firstly, they believe in the industry. Number two, it's more stable. And number three, these guys are well diversified even in their business operations. So you won't see that much of a drip as we see with, with growth stocks. Yeah. I, I don't know how much more to add to that, to be honest. I mean... Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, they, 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 are, they are safe, right? It's a flight to safety. They are there. Um, you know, they, they have good companies. I mean, individually, you can pick them off and say, oh, I don't like this, I don't like that. But fundamentally, you know, strong cash, strong balance sheet. Modes, everything you want is there. Not cheap enough to be a value stock, but definitely, you know, you're you're paying a decent, well, I think a slightly elevated price now for for the, the growth that they're having. Um, six months back, I've said, ah, yes. oh, it's, it's a decent price for the growth, but now now it seems a bit difficult. Um, yeah, so that's about the it. the only thing I have here though. The only thing I have here though is that that. And, and the thing that always goes in my head is the, the fact that there's a lot of liquidity into the market, mm-hmm. right? So obviously when people diversify, people put money into mega tech and stuff like this. And when the Fed does increase the interest rates, right, maybe after, you know, in, in February or whatever they said they were going to start, how many of that liquidity will be pulled back because they want to pay back their loans before the interest rate actually rises, right? If you're thinking about that macro side of things, I don't want to pay more interest. So I'll just take the money out of the stock market now that was in my mega tech and in everything and I'll give it back to the bank and then I'll, I'll, I'll play it safe for the next few years. Yeah. I, I, and I therefore mean, causing a drop. I think that's what a lot of people are saying. I don't quite agree. And, and the reason is this, right? You know, for all the talk about raising interest rates, it's three rate rises next year. We are going from somewhere historically at its lowest to somewhere Historically, 
still very very low, right? We we are not low, going yes. we are not we are not going back to the days of you know four percent five percent um fat rates, right? We are going to one. I don't think we'll ever see those days again. <laughs> maybe two percent, two point five by twenty twenty four. That's that's still extremely low, right? So you know that that whole point about oh rising interest rates, rising costs. Yes, obviously, but it's not that big a deal. I, I would say. Um and. Even if it was, you could say that uh, a five percent increase in my equities would, would more than make up for that zero point, but that one percent increase in interest rates, right? So I don't think it, it makes too much sense as a story. I, I know people like that narrative, mm. but and, and maybe there, there's broader macro views about how an a rising interest rate means that people have less less cash generally, so they take it out of the stock market, and, and that's fine. I, I I mean that that's macroeconomics one hundred one. Fine, I, I can accept that. I just don't see, and I and that's why I also say that you know that there will be a drop in in the big tech next next year. I think it's just it's just a causality thing that they have an issue with, right? I, I don't I'm not quite sure if if one necessarily causes the other, but still weakness. Um, we 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 the, the as you say right, the narrative drives the price. So yeah, it, it could still fall and. Take a profits now if you have them, right? I I did I did take some. So. <laughs> Full disclosure, I, I did, did I did, I did take right. some. <laughs> right, I'm look at this guy <laughs> putting my money where my mouth is. <laughs> and, and next year we need to look for sponsors nice. because I'm broke. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Ah <laughs> oh, man, yeah. So I think yeah, for me it's it's definitely a flight to safety, right? For for big tech, just as an ending note. Um, and, and maybe we can talk about that towards the end, but I am looking to, to invest in that in, in early Q1 because mainly in Singapore, we don't get, we don't really get much interest rates in our banks. And even with the drop, it's still going to make percent more. If it makes 1% the whole year, I've made more than putting it in the bank. So (laughs) that's, that's always good. (laughs) Yeah. With with cheap transaction costs now, it's, it's so much easier to beat the the risk free rate in a bank. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right, number three, China. All right, St- a topic that I don't know anything about. Well, very, very little. So, Anthony, all for you. <laughs> I think China, look, I- I'm sure you know it's been terrible, right? Yeah, <laughs> that, that, of course, it's it's of been course. terrible. Um, it, it's, it's, and I don't know what to think. Like, I've always felt, oh, yeah, it, 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 it will blow over, it will just take a while. I've said that since I think April or May. I, told, I, mm. I remember telling my friend, ah, in, in June, don't buy Tencent now, wait wait for six months. The, the regulatory hope overhang should hopefully clear itself by then. It hasn't. Um, it, we are now in, in December 28. <laughs> it hasn't. No, <laughs> nobody still really knows what's going on. So it's, uh, it's, it's a, well, keep a lookout for me. I mean, I, I have my positions. I'm, I'm holding on to them. I'm not selling off. But again, you know, as part of portfolio strategy, you, you kind of want a maximum allocation to, to each sector that you like, right? Or each, each counter or each, you know, broader sector you believe in. And I, I've hit the cap, right? And so I'm, I'm not going to add to it. That, that's just my play. I know people who keep averaging and averaging and averaging. I'm like, dude, how do you have so much money, right? You, you can't <laughs> keep averaging down. You have to stop somewhere, um, even if you believe in a story. And, and that's where we are right now. Um, that being said, I, I think China and I, I'm a relatively big China bull. I think it's going to be fantastic. Uh, it's it's still a growth story. The problem I would have is with common prosperity with with this redistribution of profits. 
even if you are Alibaba and you make super normal profits, you're going to have to give some of it back, right? It's not going to accrue to shareholders. Mm. And, and that's the problem. Like, they, they have fantastic underlying business, maybe a bit challenged, slowing growth, but you know, it's printing money, right? It's a, it's a money printing business. But at the end of the day, if you're going to donate your profits away, what's the point? You know, it, it's not going to come to me as a shareholder. Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm not as interested anymore. Um, so, so yeah, re- rethinking my China play, maybe a bit more indexing, um, a bit more movement towards the consumer side or, or the AI side, just just to just to try to ride the growth, right? So, so looking at big tech doesn't work as much, I would say. I, I don't know, right? But but hmm. I, I think maybe a tilt in in capturing the broader market there rather than trying to be a hero and pick stocks might might be the play. <laughs> Right, because of all the, I mean, and in all fairness, it's because of the policies. It's, 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 it could be changing and ever changing quite quickly as well. Yeah. So keep it diversified is effectively what you're trying to say, um, unless you really, really know what you're doing or you're a day trader or something like that. Yeah. Um, then go for it. But I think for for average investors like you, me, and and you know the coconuts listening in, uh, a diversified index fund could be better. Yeah, a diversified fund fo- focused on China would would be interesting. Yeah. Um, other than that, Tencent, right? That's the one. Uh, that, that's the one that <laughs> I really, really like. Um, Tencent, just because they they are dominant in a global market, right? In gaming. So mm. you know, Alibaba, JD, whoever else, they are still very China-focused markets. Tencent, because of their investment structures, have really shifted to something that's you know a, a lot more international. I mean, they, they have WeChat, yes. They, they have a lot of the big China presence, but... They're like a VC fund to me, right? So and mm. so so that's great. And and I think and the, the the CEO and all they were former Goldman bankers. They didn't, they knew what they were doing for M and A. So so yeah, I, I think that's that's potential there. So I'm not selling okay, my tenants cool. shares. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest reallocating to a diversified fund. Yeah, <laughs> the rest might be reallocating. I might I might add more actually and, and have a greater weightage to a diversified fund just because it's it's lower it. volatility. And and at heart, I like value, right? And I think there's value there. Mm. Okay. All right, the next next? one. All right. Safe place, right? So your defensives, your financials, your reads, um, your utilities. I mean, for any coconuts listening, if you haven't listened to our last episode about why we think these are important, please go and listen. Right, um, Jeff has like a, a half an hour on it, so so just go and listen to that, and, and come back here, and we can talk about what we do. <laughs> yes, yes, I think as a, as a gist, he mentioned like you know during during uh, interest rate rises, these are usually the safe havens to go yeah. to. Am, am I right to say? Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, for yeah. for financials, is increasing net interest margin, utilities because people can sell Facebook shares to to pay their bills, but they need to pay their bills. Mm. Reads um, because I like reads. Uh, it, it, it's it's right. out in it's up in the air whether <laughs> or not they they are they are net beneficiaries in in a rising interest rate environment. But I think they are safe enough in in terms of volatility, and and same for dividend plays. Yeah. Definitely. I think these are also good areas to look into. I think they're one of the energy sector as well. You can, we can definitely take a look at that as, as a good play as interest rate. Well, we expect interest rate to rise for the next two to three years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't have anything in my portfolio in this, actually. So I don't, I don't have REITs. I don't really believe in REITs. And maybe mm-hmm. we should do a topic on why we, don't, why we disagree. But yeah, <laughs> exactly. Why? I, I, no, there's, there's, REITs are usually leveraged as well, aren't they? 
Unless yeah. you get an unleveraged. I, I mean, they are they are all leveraged in the sense that businesses are leveraged, right? Businesses have debt, of course. REITs have debt. Problem solved. Um, you know, the the difference I would say for REIT is that they are legally mandated to have a low leverage ratio. Uh, well, not low, but they they can't have more than fifty percent leverage. And and in fact, if we have a read that's 40, 45%, you know, analysts start screaming out, this is a red flag, you don't like this, um, whatever, right? <laughs> and if you think about it, 50%, if you own your home, I'm sure you have a greater leverage than that on, on your house, right? Do, do you think yep. that, that that's over-leveraging? Uh, yeah, maybe no. So, you know, that, that's, I mean, that, that's a topic for another day. And if we want to talk about reads, but yeah, they, they're leveraged, um, they, they pay... In, in Singapore, at least, right? And this is why I like REITs compared to buying indexes. So, you know, to, to me, REITs and, and dividend plays and financials, they are stable. They, they give you some cash flow. They're they not going to die. You don't need to monitor them too frequently. Mm. And, and that's, that, that's the, the anchor in a portfolio in that sense, right? And Got it. That, that's your low, volatility lowering stuff, as you said. So, so, so that's, that's that, you know? And I mean, we are in Singapore. We... If we buy local REITs or local banks, we don't have exchange rate risk, unlike um, in, in the US. We have no dividend withholding. We have no, I mean, we have no capital gains too, which is great, but you know, we have no dividend yes. withholding compared <laughs> to buying a US REIT or, or a US dividend player or uh, you know, a Chinese bank, right? So it's, it's easy to monitor around the same time zone. I, I don't know, right? These are very comfortable. They're very familiar things to you. Yeah, they, they won't give you 20% a year. Some of them. Some of them might. Um, but by and large, they don't give you 20% a year. They might give no. you six, seven, eight. Well, it's good enough to, to build a base, right? And, and, that, and with that base, it allows you to take greater risks. You, know? you don't need to go and buy Megatech. You, you just buy all your smaller stocks because that, that's where you want your volatility. So, so I think it has a place in a portfolio. Yeah, but, but that's me. Fair enough, fair enough. Cool, definitely. All right, shall we move on? What's the next big topic? Ooh, the next big topic. <laughs> crypto. <laughs> All right, so we're approaching 2022. If you don't have crypto in your market, uh, in, your, in your portfolio, uh, please go get some. Uh, well. It's, it's probably no. the, the motto. It's probably the motto. Yeah. Motto for me, at least. Because I don't have, so I'm looking at crypto in the mm-hmm. market. I'm looking to go into crypto finally. Um, yeah. and, and been doing research over the last three, three, four, five months, just trying to understand uh, the different type of coins, what an NFT was. I have no idea what an NFT was. It's okay, bro. Close um, your eyes and these... buy. Confirm win one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, you, you better read the white paper. That was end up like Squid, squid Game, right? Oh, that was a coin, wasn't it? That, that was a coin. That was a coin. Um, but, that was a coin. Ah, it's fine. You, okay, read, read <laughs> enough to make sure you know you can sell and you'll win. <laughs> Right. It's just how long you hold. <laughs> definitely. Um, but I, I definitely see 2022 as, as a really positive for crypto, right? Mm-hmm. Because as, as interest rates goes up, you know, as people say, alternative measures, will crypto go up? That's another question. Will it not? How, how will the allocations be? And now it's effectively one big digital asset or one other investment asset yep. that you would need to take into account when, when building out your portfolio. Right, the the usual things that that you know I learned in in finance class in uni no longer fully applies mainly because there's a new asset class. Um, but I think one of the things that for me just to understand is I would stay with the cryptos that I understand. I would stay with the cryptos that are big enough so that they won't fail 
and mm-hmm. that could still very well be be happening. Okay. What What are your thoughts? I disagree. <laughs> Um, okay, I think okay, this, this is the great. one topic where we really, really, really disagree with, with each other. <laughs> um, and and like I, I, I think you know, uh, crypto is interesting, right? And and it's and I disagree hmm. on so many levels. So I, I don't know where to start. <laughs> okay, so the first is it's a new asset class, right? Yes, completely agreed. Um, do you absolutely have to have exposure to it? I don't think so, right? Like like bonds is an asset class, commodities are an asset class, you know. I don't have any exposure to those. I have no interest in getting exposure to those. So I, I, w- I would challenge a bit to say that it's a new asset class. Um, you, you have to look at it and to go whether it fits your purpose. And my purpose is I want to make as much money as quickly as I can, right? So yes, crypto fits that purpose. I want it. Um, mm. if, if it's not, if you want to be, if you are older, you want to be safe, you're happy with 6 7% a year, you don't need to learn a new asset class to get that returns, right? You, you, you're, you're funded, you're, the STI gives you those returns. You just buy index and, and forget about it and live your life. So that, I mean, it, it's, it's very personal, I would say, right? But of course, coconuts, if you are interested in making a lot of money very quickly or losing a lot of money very quickly, then yes, crypto should definitely <laughs> be in your portfolio. Okay. And okay, that, so that's one disagreement. Um, other than that, I, I don't even know where to start. Ethereum is safe. Yes, um, I, I completely agree with that. Um, but again, you know, I would say... This is uh, a portfolio allocation issue. It's it's not an, an individual asset class issue. So if if you know grows up 20, 30, 40% a year for the next five years, is that great returns? Yes. Um, could you have got there with lower vol- volatility with your you know with amplitude, for instance? Probably yes. Right? So mm-hmm. is there a, a different, you know, a different risk reward that requires you to go into crypto? Again, uh, maybe not. I mean, it's it's nice, but not not absolutely necessary, right? Um, but and of course, the last one is oh yeah, Bitcoin's an inflation hedge. You know, we you know, crypto crypto is divorced from from the traditional markets. We are the traditional markets can go down, crypto will go up, and and that's it. <laughs> I don't actually, we've not true. fully seen that. Yeah, yeah exactly. so like in the last quarter, everything dropped. Yeah, everything dropped, right? When, when the market went risk off, all risky assets, including crypto, dropped. Um, when the market went risk yeah. on, all risky assets, except Bitcoin, went up. So, so Bitcoin hasn't done very well the last <laughs> week or so, um, although, although the, the other altcoins have, right? So, you know, that, that, there's a narrative out there about, mark, about well, the crypto market is, is uncorrelated with the traditional equities market. I think you, you need to... Um, relook at that. I, I don't think that's very accurate. Is it? Uh, is is Bitcoin itself a store of value that challenges and you know that you need to hold on to inflation because it's digital gold and and in fact it's better than gold and and it's an inflation hedge. Again, <laughs> it, it's correlation. I would say, right? That there is some correlation there, but I don't know if that narrative will hold. I can't see a mechanism mm. for it holding, right? If if there's inflation. And, and we are going to re- increase interest rates and it's a risk-off environment, Bitcoin will still fall, right? Um, maybe it falls less and, and maybe it falls more, but <laughs> it, it, it will still decrease. So, so if it's a hedge, why, why bother hedging with you know, crypto when, when you can hedge, when, when there are proper hedges out there that, that will save your ass? Like options. Yeah. Right? So, so you know, that, that's crypto. To me, crypto is just make money fast. Um, 
you, you, it's, so it's then gambling. you're effectively gambling yeah, it's, is it's what gambling, you're trying to say. Right? So it, you look at crypto as gambling. It's gambling without knowing that the house has an age. Right? So so if you go mm. to a casino, you know that the house has made the odds in a way Always such that they, they are going to win in the long run. Right? Um, we, we learn probability yeah. and all that. With crypto, it, it's gambling. Right? No, you, you are against the, the world. You don't really know the odds. They don't know the odds. Nobody knows what will happen. And there's that other layer of, you know, improving technology and, and all that. So, yeah, the odds are it could be in your favor, right? And, and, and that's the, the type of, <laughs> and that's the type of wave that you want to ride. True. I mean, yeah, coming back to it, yeah, I don't think it's uncorrelated, firstly. I think I just want to put that out there. But I do think that it could be negatively correlated. At least that's what the papers have been saying. Yeah. Whether it's true or not, we need more data to prove. But um, I think it's, it's, it's a decent area if you're looking at a small percentage, mm-hmm. maybe 5-10% of your portfolio to put into this risky asset um, as opposed to, in my case, growth stocks. So I, I might funnel some money out of growth stocks and put that into crypto, mainly because the returns are, are much higher. Yes, of course, you've got much, much, much higher risk as well, but we can balance that out with other asset classes. Yeah, exactly. But if you want higher risk, don't buy Ethereum, right? You, you go 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 for your altcoins. I mean, don't buy Doge. Um, but Do- Dogecoin is it? Do- Doge, Doge is slightly too far. <laughs> I mean, too gambling for me. If I'm going to buy Doge, I'll, I'll buy like you know the the Ohm coins and and all those literal Ponzi right. schemes. Like they they are Ponzi schemes. You read the white paper and you go this is and they go this is a Ponzi scheme and you go yeah this is a Ponzi scheme um, that everybody wins if they hold. So so it, it's it's absolutely fascinating. Um, <laughs> even just looking at you know human nature. <laughs> and, and game theory, but yeah, it, no, go go buy your your alt L ones, go uh, your Avalanche, Solana. I'm actually taking yeah, I'm taking a look at uh, stable coins actually. So still understanding it, still trying to understand what stable coin is, what what they do. Um, but that's an area that I'm I'm looking into. Yeah. Okay. Then you sh- then I guess stable coins just look at Anchor gives you twenty percent return on a stable coin. Fantastic. Kind of I I kind of use it as like a, a fixed deposit now. Where I park my money, that I want right, to buy new okay. people. Right? So, so I transfer it onto a stable right. coin. I mean, it's, it's theoretically pegged, right? So, so you put it on the yep. stable coin, you, you land it on their platform, you get, I think it's 19.5% APR. Um, of course, there's risk. Oh, wow. Um, and, and the risk here is not so much. I mean, one is that the interest rates change. So, sooner or later, they'll drop. Um, there's a smart contract risk in the sense that it could get hacked, as with everything. And and yes, I mean you could buy and you can buy insurance, right? Which costs like two percent, and and that will remove that risk. So there's so many 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 ways to play it, but I think stable coin farm you farming for for stable coins is is something that you can do with spare cash. I would say. Mm, got it. But cool. yeah, we can get we can get Jefferson on to talk about crypto too. I think he'll, he'll I think have, that's a great idea. I think we should. Yes. Like, like like specific <laughs> specific crypto, right? Not not just um generally. But yeah, I think yeah, you, you just take take more risks, yes. right? If we are gonna go into crypto, to to me it's it's all about trying to 10x of 10x your money in a year or you know, 20x in five years. So and if that's the case, you that's not really Ethereum anymore. It, it's all your other funkier things that they are earlier stage. It's like a VC, right? You you mm. kind of have to treat it like like a VC where you bet on 10, 15 projects and one will give you the outsized returns that will pay for all of them. You know? And you, if, if you're just going to buy blue, cheap, blue chips to me, that, that's very little point. You might as well just buy growth stocks. <laughs> 
they're, they're both volatile. They, they are both, you know, decent returns over, over a few years. It's with, yeah. without the risk of getting hacked, right? And without the risk of being in a new asset class that all is the extra, risky. Yeah, yeah, all the extra bits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, last topic. All right, Anthony, why don't you give us a quick one, two minute, um, you know, dissect of, of what you're going to do over the next couple of months. Okay, cool. So, I mean, that we, we have kind of gone through it one by one, right? So, small tech US will slowly, I, I, was, I already have some, I'll slowly buy into them a bit more, but not too, but yep. smaller than my usual allocation. Big tech, I'm actually thinking of taking some profits off the table. So, I'm, I'm reducing my allocation to big tech. China, it's maxed, but there might be a bit of shift in terms of focus for me. Crypto, uh, I, I really like it, right? I've been playing with DeFi wallets over the past two weeks. Um, it, it's really, really interesting to me. So, so I'm actually putting right. more money in both for stable coins as a matter of you farming, right? Because to me, it's like free cash. Okay. And other than that, it's... No, the, the really, really... No, the, the more risky assets in, in a sense, right? And building a portfolio of 15, 20 coins where you, you think that they will be the future of, of crypto and, and, that's, and, and that's a bet for the next two, three to four years after the bear market. It's, it's, not, it's, it's highly unlikely they'll double in, in the next year or so given where we are and, and how high valuations are, but you know, it, it could 10 times in five years after the next bear. Yeah. So it... It sounds like you're playing. Um, it sounds like you're a VC putting your money in like 15 different startups, yeah. and one one makes it. Yeah, I, I just I just need one that becomes Facebook, and it's like hooray! I'm retiring, boss. Goodbye. <laughs> nah, cool. Sorry, yeah. Anything anything else to add on that front? Um, no, no, that, that's it. It's just you know, stable coins, crypto, and and shares. Shares are shares, right? We we know what's going on there. So. Yeah. So it's it's just slowly adding. I think with everything, including crypto, it's it's DCA, right? I, I I'm I'm maybe a bit of a pessimist. I feel like everything is going to crash. So put your money in, but slowly, right? You you don't need if you have hundred k now, don't need to chuck it all in. Don't be don't be silly because with crypto that could become fifty k next week. So so don't do that. Mm. Um, but you know just just put your money in slowly and in and hope and. Pray because we don't really know that, that in the longer run this works out. <laughs> Definitely, cool. How about you? Uh well, I, yeah, I think for me as well. I think we were just going down. We were just talking, but I think to consolidate, um, you know, my stocks right now, I am DCAing a little bit. Um, I still have a little bit more money to go in. Uh, if it if it drops further, if not, I'll just hold it as cash. But I am waiting for for Q four earnings to mm-hmm. pop. I really do think that there will be a little bit of a jump. Um, if not, you know, um, you know, I, I expect five to ten because I do expect with with Omicron and with everybody else moving back to work from home, they're just gonna subscribe uh to all the all these tech um portfolios that I that I have. Um and then I w- I'm actually looking at liquidating, right? Okay. Because I have no idea how how it's gonna happen uh, in, in the growth stock format, uh in the growth stocks um sector. Mainly because I have no idea how what's going to happen when Fed looks to int- increase their interest rates. Um, you know, all that volatility. I'll just take my gains. I'll wait for a couple of months, see where the market is, and then slowly go back in. Okay, that's the way that that's the way that I that I look at things. Okay. Of course, crypto is one. Looking to go into it. I just don't know when yet, but I do have the money in the wallet waiting to <laughs> waiting oh, to you buy. Oh, you find an account. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, I have Gemini. Yeah. Hooray! Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's progress, man. That, that, that is the first okay. step. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Let, let me you. send Thank you a you. crypto.com <laughs> referral code. <laughs> hey, okay, done. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I have a wallet. I have all of that set up. It's just pushing the button into buy. So I'm just waiting, uh, understanding a bit more of the market. Um, of course, looking a bit more exposure into Megatech. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the part I won't, I won't um, liquidate. Mainly because I, I think that that will still do better than my bank account. So <laughs> there's definitely that play. And, and lastly, um, yeah. Everything that's better than <laughs> a bank account. Uh, well, unless, you know, you, you lose money. Then oh, obviously it isn't money. Uh, you, you can't lose money. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> well, well, you never know. You never know. Um, but yeah, and, and lastly, I think, you know, my big, my big play that I, that, I, that I do here for retirement is, is real estate, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of REITs, I just buy real estate. Um, it sounds like it's easy, but it's not, right? No, it's <laughs> so, terrible. um, yeah, it's a lot of work, uh, but, but the, the returns and gains are quite good there if you know what you're doing. Yep. So yeah, looking at that in, in 2022, 2023. All right. Exciting times. Um, we'll, we'll all what next year. I'm sure it's a good year. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ch- Chinese astrology says that it's a bad year for me, but you know, we'll, it's fine. We'll manage. Right. We do risk management now Damn, ba- right. based on star sites. <laughs> well, it looks like we quickly need. Looks like we quickly need a sponsor to negate whatever you've just you've just said. Yes, and then and then, <laughs> and then we can get started. Yeah, yeah. All right, sounds good. Cool. Awesome. A- anything else? All right. Thanks, coconuts, for listening in. No, I think that's that's roughly it. Thanks, Anthony, for 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 having me again. I'm uh, being back on the show. I think it was great yes. to be back. Good to be good to have you back, man. <laughs> cheers, guys. All right, cheers, guys. See, See you. you. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode with me, Rakesh, and trust that you learned something today. If you enjoyed the session and want to be part of the banter, join our community Telegram group or follow us on social media. We also have a weekly newsletter to get a digest of the news we covered. To sign up, please click the description below. As always, we love your feedback, so share that with us at hello at thefinancialcoconut.com. Thanks and stay safe.